And welcome back to Pricking the Bubble. It's been, oh, it feels like a million years, but it's probably only been one. But anyway, I would like to introduce once again, once again, how have you been, everyone? Once again, Dr. Brandt Raven. How are you going over there? Am I still the special guest here? You are Michael the special Lama? guest. You're the perennial, perennial? That's not the word I'm looking for. The summer tree now. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. Uh, our, our special guest every week, Dr. Brandt Raven, not to be, actually, he has disappeared from view now. Audio, Pete, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, Excellent. I can. Yes. Very good. Can so you the, the, I can <laughs> hear you. Yes, that's right. Can you hear me? Um, yeah. We're back. We're back. It's 2021. What Is a lot it? has changed since we So much. Now. Well, a lot has changed, and yet a lot has remained the same. So um, it's, very, you, you have, you have to really, really, really wonder how much has actually changed. But um, here's, here's the question. So this is uh, – we've been – we've done a few of these. So what yeah. – um, this is season three. This is season three. You did realise yeah. season three. Uh, what I thought we'd do today – I know the way this normally works for, for anyone who's just tuning in for the first time, including any extra special guests we may have, I introduce uh, a topic – uh, and I don't normally tell anyone else, possibly even myself sometimes, what it is we're going to be talking about. And, uh, and then we just sort of try and, as, as the name would suggest, prick the bubble. So maybe twist things a little bit to see if it's uh, the way you'd been thinking or not been thinking. Um, I really need to improve the introduction to this, don't I? It's, uh, yep, you listen you to it and you think, I'm no clearer on what he's talking about. Anyway. You're hopeless. Thank you very much. So today, what I thought we'd be discussing would be, and you, you, you know, it's pretty obvious. It's uh, Corona. I guess eighteen months on, isn't it? What month are we? July. It's oh, been eighteen months, isn't it? Think a, back. Think uh, back. I mean, is that is that a good topic? I suppose it's a good. It's it's a it's a topical topic. Um, <laughs> very good. You know, given yeah, no, it's fair. It's fair to say, given the situation in in Australia and everything. Um, well, yeah, what I thought was, I mean, back in season two, when this was all beginning and we started our uh, remote podcasting, um, we had a bit of a chat about where we thought things were going to go, you know, because it was probably March, I think, that we did our Corona Sounds about right. last year. Um, and I have on my delightful bit of paper here. Couple all right, of our come on, get it moving. You know, couple of our predictions. Shut up. couple of our predictions. Prediction number one. Dr. Raven, you said you thought this was going to last 18 months. Right. We are now 18 months later. Yeah, so I was wrong because it's lasting longer. However, on. the government said it was going to be six months, so you're ahead of the government. I'll give right, you a What a partial surprise. Point. What a shock. That's right. What a shock. The, the roll of a dice could have been ahead <laughs> of the government. Seriously. Right. Let me tell you, yes. take any – you know, take a random number – generator that's not actually that random and it right. would have been ahead of the government very good the bottom line is the government is oh god i'm, I'm not allowed to swear am i you're not allowed to that, swear no we're, we're yeah, lifting our the, game this season yeah, we're, we're limiting the swearing bottom line is government you can't say shit is though that's hopeless right. hopeless yes. okay hopeless but you know what i'm not telling any of our listeners anything new no you're not pricking anyone's no. bubble you're, no. you're kind of you're in their no. bubble with them if you, if you, if you know, if any of our listeners out there are, are, are finding any surprise by me saying the government is hopeless, then you know what? You're hopeless as well. 
Nice. Okay. It's it's important to insult our listeners very early in the game. That's the other right. thing that I want to go through is your suggest. Here we go. This is back to your predictions. Your suggestion at the time was that there would never be a vaccine. Right. Okay. <laughs> that you would wish to elaborate on that. Well, look, you have to wonder, right? There's there's two or three or four maybe different vaccines. Um, oh, there's more than that. There's, there's a oh, Russian one, there's a Chinese yeah, okay. one. There's... I'm, I'm talking about all the mainstream ones, right? So, you know, look, obviously obviously there is a there's a couple of good vaccines out there, so I was wrong on that front. But there's also a couple of vaccines which are really, um, you know, which are really not that great. Um, you know, take the AstraZeneca vaccine, for example. That, that's, I mean, that doesn't give you that much protection. If you, for, hold, for on, everything... hold on, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, if well, you look at 90-something, excess of 90% protection in a lot of cases. It's better than Pfizer in some cases. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's it after <laughs> the second dose, it's about 60 or 70% against what? the most prevalent... Uh, Against yeah. the Delta strain. What are you I heard you about? reach into Schwinkterville then, and you just pulled out a number from nowhere. What a no, load of garbage! It's something that's another one that I've read. But anyway, look. Um, um, rather than going through these predictions and going through, and, and I'm I'm happy to admit, you know, I, I may have said there will never be a vaccine. That was a bit um, hyperbolic of me. Um, so, look for 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 instead of going through and, and doing this, I think there's probably a few other. <laughs> people that you want to introduce no that- no first of all before we get to that don't don't prompt me what i want to do is i also want to have a quick look at the comparison of where we are with respect to the rest of the world so right okay uh, at the time you know so we think back think back. i know it's hard 18 months think back we were uh i guess struggling to come to terms with how serious this was i mean it only seemed to be affecting um certain areas what hadn't really got to us a lot and and i don't think we were quite up with the the spread but then if you look now uh, on what's happened say in america they've had 600,000 people die um uk 129,000 people have died here we've only had 900 i say only everyone's bad but we've had 900 now as a comparison i mean that's we've done all right when you think about it but it's almost like that stage is kind of over a little bit we're now onto the vaccination stage i mean people are still going to die but the vaccination thing is the is the important part now would you agree with that or am i talking through my butt we're into that that's our new challenge we've got the vaccine now is the challenge to get everyone vaccinated and that's brought up surprising issues with our society Well, again, if I do the comparison, so I look at the US. At the moment, they've got about 50% of their population that's fully vaccinated. Uh, UK has got 54%. But here, at the time I wrote this down, we've got about 10 or 12%. And uh, I know that, again, at the risk of talking about politicians, they were very big and very uh, confident early on where they were telling us, hey, what an excellent job we'd done. Sorry, what an excellent job they've done. Yeah, but that's, but that's typical. I mean, come on, that's typical of any politician, right, in, in the world, and it's yeah. more typical of Australian politicians who, by and large, are completely dickheads. Hold on. Right? Why would you think it's any different? How would you? How can you possibly say that it's more the case here? Look at Donald Trump last year yeah, yeah. telling everyone what a brilliant job he was doing. 600,000 people died, and he told you what a brilliant job he was doing. 
Yeah, but, but but Trump's a bit of an outlier, right? So when you when you look at Trump, whether you love that's probably him or, the nicest thing anyone said about him. As well, well when you're an whether outlier. you love him or hate him, and I'm not saying I do either. I'm just saying that he's a bit of an outlier. So his attitude and his characteristic really is the outlier. I'm saying in general, politicians are always going to think they did a great job. Right. That, they're, they're, you know, and, and by and large, Australian politicians, you know what a great job for Australian politicians are? I'll tell you, Australian poli- a great, a great job for an Australian politician. OK, yes. is making sure that the AFL is still running and making sure that the beer is still flowing. OK, that is. That well, they is know their audience. Job. Yeah, that's right. So I'm saying Australia is a bit special. And believe me, I mean special. In a very special way, thank right? you. So, so I mean that's that's bottom, that's the bottom line. But is so, yeah, isn't why, it? Why why is it ten percent in Australia? Why is it ten percent in Australia? Because it's largely a nation of complete knobheads. No, right? no, yeah. hold on. It's it, the reason go. it's ten percent. No, not here we go. The reason it's ten percent in Australia is, and this has been proven, is because the government had the opportunity a year ago to get more doses of a variety of vaccines and they ballsed it up. And then they put most of their eggs into the basket of, say, AstraZeneca. And then AstraZeneca had this unfortunate clotting issue. And the government, rather than um, saying, look, these are the realities of it, they kind of shat themselves a bit and scared people, which is why they are a bit hesitant on going for the AstraZeneca. So when you have AstraZeneca in the bucket loads here, and about a handful of Pfizer, and you've already said that AstraZeneca is a bit dodgy. That's why you've got ten percent. No, look, I, that, that I think again. Let's let's move on and and keep the pace rolling here because there's <laughs> very good. Don't, don't we have? We I do. We have yes, someone, yes. You've, someone you're else. very keen to get our special guest on, and 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 the reason we have our special guest on is because currently in Sydney, which is the delightful uh, city to our north. Um, They've got a bit of a lockdown going on, and uh, oh, it's a bit of a lockdown. A bit of a lockdown. It's looking like it's heading the same direction that our lockdown was last year here in Melbourne, um, but uh, I'm not sure I'd be quite as confident of it finishing <laughs> anytime soon. Anyway, I'd like to introduce Dom from Sydney. Uh, Hello. Put out, put out the call for a special Sydney correspondent, and here he is. How are you going up there? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, well, we're under control. As uh, as you can hear, we're we're excited because I reckon we're probably let you know we're in the the home stretch for our uh, lockdown. It's uh, the numbers today. We've only only had uh, was it twelve or ten, and nobody eleven, 11 was it? and nobody in the community while they were infectious. So, all right. So, Dom, tell us how did you stuff it up? <laughs> Oh, mate, how didn't we stuff it up? But before I start telling you, I don't, I don't think you've introduced Pete yet to this. Yeah, podcast. audio Pete. Oh, yeah, audio Pete. I, I tend to just sit in the corner and, and just say the odd snide remark. <laughs> no, okay. no, we mentioned, we mentioned audio Pete. He always gets a always gets a special mention at the beginning. Yeah. I okay. prefer prickly Pete myself. But anyway, I've been voted out on that one. You have been. All right. <laughs> Quote yeah. Dr. Raven, nevermore. Okay. <laughs> nice. What did we nice. do wrong? What, what did we do nice. wrong from the very beginning is we criti- criticised so-called dictator Dan mm. and then made all the mistakes he didn't. 
quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. When when we had our outbreak in uh, Bondi Junction and Bondi, should have been a hard lockdown immediately. But there when was that. What date was that? Oh, uh, it was late June. Maybe right. it was even earlier than late June. It might have so, been mid June. But so the you four know four to five the, weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the horse bolted, and then they tried to lock down certain areas but i i was in the prime position in a way i feel like i brought this trouble on in new south wales you know nice. i started a new job uh <laughs> in late june yes and for the first week i didn't have a security pass every morning i'd ring upstairs i'd ring the different offices and see if someone had answered the phone and let me in i'd go i'm downstairs let me in <laughs> One day, I even emailed all of the staff, and there are two offices. There's one on Broadway near Central Station in Sydney in the CBD, right. and there's one at Macquarie University, which is quite a way away. And uh, the fellow at Macquarie University got the email first, rang the dude at Broadway to come downstairs and let me in, okay? You yes. think this has nothing to do with COVID. It almost doesn't. The day I got my security pass and could actually go in and out of the building at my own will, I got it after the end of the working day. The very next day, we were locked down. <laughs> yeah, look, timing is everything, isn't it? It's Absolutely. Uh, look, one thing I would say we did learn very, very quickly, well, I'd say it didn't feel it at the time, but very quickly is that you, uh, from last year's lockdown here in Melbourne, is that you've really got to... Um, not dilly dally. You've got to friggin' get get on with it. Now I know there was the the reason that ours lasted so long is because it was the first time anyone had had to kind of tackle any of this stuff, and we just seemingly weren't sure. Um, you know, is can, can you do it gently? Can you sort of ease into it? But it's like trying to stop a gust of wind by just closing the door a little bit at a time. You've just got to close the damn thing. Yeah. Um, and I would have thought that. the problem with Sydney at the moment is. They're acting like there's no lesson that's been learnt anywhere when all you had to do is have a look down here and see what happened. Well, well, unfortunately, the truth of the matter is no lesson was learnt. We tried to – I say we. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I'm we holding you responsible. Cow, yeah, yeah. We tried to kowtow to, to, you know, corporations and money and, and you know, we're the big end of town – if, but that's if, always the problem, isn't it? That's yes, always if yes. you look if you look at every single problem in human history, most of the time it comes down to big corporations and and governments that actually govern for big corporations. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. That's most of the time you that you're looking at. It's big corporation. Like that's what did like, the Romans in. What's that story? <laughs> So it's what did the Romans in. Isn't yeah. that kind of what, what I'm suggesting, I guess, uh, is the difference that happened here in Melbourne was that um, Dan Andrews, our premier, in case anyone doesn't know who that is, um, said, you know what, stuffed a lot of you. Uh, we're going to do what we need to do, not what I'm, you know, might be getting pressured to do by someone else. And he went only on the health advice. He didn't worry, which is what I'm getting from the New South Wales government, about yes. the economy. Well, it look, was, I I don't know this to be true, but I suspect the health advice would have been similar, but it was ignored because, you know, who can make a profit when everyone's locked down? Although, funnily enough, there are people who do, unfortunately. Jerry Harvey, is that the one? Jerry Harvey. I, I'm, I'm sure Murdoch doesn't feel much of the pressure during <laughs> lockdown. 
you know. Um, Look, it's, uh, it's a difficult situation. I don't know what to think anymore. Look, I, I, I've got to declare, I don't like Dan Andrews. So, so firstly, I think we should explain to some of our listeners what our political um, um, structure is in Australia. So we, you know, we don't have a president. We've got a uh, prime minister. Oh, do um, we? Do we? <laughs> he's when he's around. <laughs> well, let's, well, again, we'll talk about the political structure as opposed to reality. The political <laughs> structure is that we've got a, we, we're meant to have a prime minister who governs the nation for, from a federal standpoint. And then each of our seven states and territories, we should say that, has their own um, premier. And, uh, and, and, and the premier governs the state. Now, the state can act independently of what the federal government decides. So if the federal government says, you know, I want you to do that, I want you to do X, this, uh, a state can say, nah, stuff you, we're doing, we're doing something different to X. I'm, I'm pretty right no on that consistency. point. No, that's why yeah. there's no consistency. Yeah, I'm pretty right. Mike, is that Mike Alamo? Yeah, and, and don't forget eight being ACT. You said seven. There is oh, ACT I, as well. I, mean, I thought it was... In my little map I just drew here, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. <laughs> so. Whatever. I've only lived in this country for all my life. Yes. So wh whatever. Um, 63, 64 years, is that? Yeah. So look, so I'm going to say, so so in the state, in so... In the state in which we live in, which is Victoria, well, three for those of, of you of us, who yes. are listening and don't know where that is, shame on you. You should have a better general knowledge of the world. Um, get a map and look it up. Okay. Uh, so in the Go state on. we live in, we are in Victoria. Now, our, our, um, our correspondent, Dom, lives just north of us in New South Wales. The Premier of Victoria is uh, Dan Andrews. And I've got to declare, I don't like Dan. I cannot stand to see his face. Why, why is that? Is, did, you, did you feel that way before you saw him for a hundred and something days in a row? Or yeah, did yeah. You... I felt that way from the day he was elected, right? right. But, to be, but to be complete, okay, so partially... You're allowed to be wrong, but that's okay. Keep going. So partially I don't like him because I don't, he, he, he doesn't have the same political leaning as I do. Yes. That's that's the first reason. The incorrect but, but, leanings, yes. Yeah, but incorrect, get stuffed, right? <laughs> but but I'm just saying, right? I, I don't like him for that reason. Um, but I don't have a really good rational reason not to like him. As a rational person, I've got to be honest and say, I don't have a solidly rational reason not to like him. Having said all of that, yes. I absolutely think he's done the right things. I, 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 that was actually going to be my question, and as much as we like your voice, I'm going to interrupt. When yeah. when we went through the lockdown here in Melbourne, so how many days was it? It was about 105 or 100 and something? Something um, large, yeah. Something like that. Did you at the time think, oh, this is really shitty, I'm not enjoying this, he's done the wrong thing? Or did no. you think, so you thought, okay, I understand no. why he's doing it? Not, not once did I think that. Not once did I think that he did the wrong thing, to be perfectly honest. If I'm bit, and, and you know that I'm pretty yeah, honest yeah. about this stuff, right? I, 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 did I think it was shitty and did I hate it? Absolutely. I'm a normal human person. Yeah, yeah. I hated every aspect of it, right? Even though I'm, I'm a bit of a homebody and I like mucking around at home, I, 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 I hated it. I, hate, I hated the idea of my freedom being taken away. So but, keeping but that I didn't in mind, think in terms of beating the disease, yeah, I yeah. didn't think he did the wrong thing. No. Okay, so keeping that in mind now, when you look at the situation or predicament Dom and the rest of his fellow Sydney siders are in, yep. 
does that make you appreciate even more the fact that Dan Andrews was prepared to go hard? And if if I'm honest, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel I feel sorry for people like Dom um, who are in Sydney in a situation which is in many ways out of their control um, and who who have a leader, if I can even call them a leader, where where they haven't taken steps to proper leadership. And it is for that reason that people like Dom are in the situation that they're in. To be honest, I, I, I agree. I think that, that our Premier should have learnt something from your Premier. But because... New South Wales was acting along party lines, you know, we're liberal, we've got to do, as as our great leader, whatever his name is, who's never in office and never, you know, always on holiday, doesn't hold the hose, doesn't hold the syringe, doesn't hold the staffer down while his mate from the church is allegedly <laughs> doing something he oughtn't. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I just think that uh, we should have gone hard from the outset. And if we had, this might have been over much sooner. Now, do we want to talk about the elephants in the room? And by elephants in the room, I mean selfish pricks on the streets? Or yeah, we... I was going to get to that. Do we? So I don't know whether Dr. Raven or Audio Pete paid much attention to it, but we've, we've just come across. Mm. Come across. We've just come off a weekend of protests, uh, both here and in Melbourne, which seemed it's a bit surprising because. I don't think our, our lockdown's going to be lasting much longer, so it made me wonder what they're actually protesting about. But up you in mean, Sydney, you mean, those... hang on, hang on. You mean the protests here in Melbourne and and the same in Sydney protest in Sydney? Yep. Yes, yes. Um, the anti-lockdown protest. The anti-lockdown protest. So it's like these guys in starting in Melbourne were protesting about a lockdown that's pretty much probably guaranteed to finish this week. What is it that they're protesting? If they just, I mean, when you go out into a situation like that, you are potentially contributing to that lockdown lasting even longer. Yes. Um, whereas I'm not sure that's necessarily the case in Sydney because it's, I suspect it's going to be lasting long term anyway. Um, but one thing I will say is Gladys, so the Dan Andrews of Sydney. Yeah, um, the Premier, hang on, let's be clear to our <laughs> listeners. Gladys Berejiklian. Yes, the Premier of New South Wales. Of New South Wales. She came out pretty hard against them today and she, she made some good comments about them being, you know, stupid. And I thought that was very good. She needed to be a bit strong yep. in her response to that. Yep. Um, what have you heard up there, Dom, uh, as far as exactly. like general feedback, I guess? Well, general feedback. I, I mean, the people I'm huddled in a house with going stir crazy with you know, of course we agree they were crazy, that 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 they were idiots and selfish. This, this is what I don't understand, though. You look at them, right, and they want freedom and they're mixing closely. They must either honestly believe that this whole thing is a, a hoax and a farce and a plot to keep them locked up, mm -hmm. in which case if they all infect each other and they all die, that's just natural selection, probably <laughs> enough. COVID uh, vaccine to go around afterwards. Dr. That Raven has discovered outcome. a kindred spirit. <laughs> but it's, it's, got, it's not a kindred spirit, nothing to do with being a kindred spirit. It's just pure logic. And what, yeah. Dom, is say, what Dom is saying is, is perfectly rational to me. It makes perfect rational well, sense. Maybe, maybe this is the new approach. It should be the, the COVID equivalent of the purge, where everyone who actually thinks they should be in lockdown stays in lockdown for a couple of months. And everyone else who doesn't want to 
can go out and mix in society oh, and I then they all drop off no, and no, we're no. left. No, no, no. They shouldn't mix in society. They should mix somewhere away from, like, far <laughs> away from society. Yeah, but the problem you know? is they don't want to do that. They want to just be able to continue doing what they were doing. Yeah, how do you how do you control that, Dom? How do you how do you make them go far away and do what they want far away though? That's yeah, you're the right. Only issue, you're right. right? We've, we've got to let them loose in the city and just make sure we spray everything they touched after they die. The thing See, is, I don't I don't know what to think about this situation with the protest. See, I I, I, just, I genuinely don't know what to think. Well, look, um, let, let me give you a thought. Okay, did you have a look at them? Yes. Most of them look much better with a mask. There are swarthy blokes there. They could get away with not treating their nasal hairs if they wore a mask. Like, there are so many advantages <laughs> to just masking up in public or not being in public. Do we want to talk about TikTok guy? Oh, hold on, audio. Pete, what did you say then? I think it's just an issue that you've just got to remember that if you've got a society, a there are going to be people who are going to be on the left-hand side of the bell curve in, in, in intelligence, the ones, the ones on the on the early slopes of that that mountain that we tried to get to the top to. They're they're stupid people, and they're always going to be stupid people. And the stupid people will do stupid things. And whenever an issue comes like this, stupid people are going to do stupid things. We can't get rid of stupid people. They're always going to be stupid. So no. we have to accept that, that there's going to be a, an expression of stupidity. How much attention we give that stupidity is our choice, really. Well, it's not because we tend to employ – well, we don't. There <laughs> tends to be a – me. Um, there are people in power at the top of the media heap, right, who launder money by giving it to political parties they want elected – and when those parties get elected, they give it back as dodgy grants and tax breaks and changing laws to give them more access to to make money through the media that they run. And yeah, that's a that's a fair idiots. that's that's a fair characterization. I can actually <laughs> agree with that. Yeah. They employ idiots who don't listen to scientists who just spout what they think the people the dumb consumers want to hear. Mm. And they are the, the people that go out and don't listen to science and think, you know, this is all a con. Why should we be locked up? We should be out free. Yeah, but it's punching horses. Uh, yeah, it's look, the whole thing is interesting and the whole idea of protest is interesting. I I do sort of agree with what you're saying, Dom, in that um, if these people are out there protesting, you've got to ask yourself, what exactly are they protesting? Um, and do they actually believe that this virus is real? Um, and, and if they did believe that it's real, then what they must be protesting is the fact that the lockdown is ineffective or the lockdown is against their rights and their freedoms. And in a lot of ways, well, I mean, I suppose in a lot of ways they're right. That's, sure. why, that's why I'm uncomfortable with the whole thing, because... A, a lockdown, by definition, does impact freedom. It impacts the freedom of movement. It impacts the. It, it impacts your freedom of expression. Um, yeah, but, but so does death. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I totally get that. Um, and 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 the if only if they the thought only that's thing... what the alternative was, then yes, they'd probably agree with that. But they don't think that that's what. So if they don't yeah, go into lockdown, so, so they don't so think you would they're have to. Die. 
so really, ultimately, you have to conclude that these people either don't believe the virus is real or they don't believe it is as bad as it is. Um, it is one of those two things. There's no other, there's no, I mean, that, that's it. There's no other thing to think that uh, we, we need to get one of them on as a guest and have a discussion with them. Do we? So, yeah, we do. <laughs> I really want to. I don't I really think I know to. any of those people. Look, the question I, I was going to ask you, and again, Dr. Raven, feel free to answer, but what is it that you think, the primary thing these that so someone who would go to the protest like this do you think that they're saying that it's not real do you think they're saying that it's just not as bad as everyone's saying or do you think that it's well i would need to go to work i, I need to survive which I, you can understand that one yes but do you think that it's mostly this is just like a flu let it happen do I, I don't that's know. what it is I, I don't know i really don't know i think if if you were to take a cross section i think you would find a mixture of everything because the, the think, ones that they interview, and I saw uh, this yesterday, the guy who they put up, and maybe it was just because it was what he said, he said, oh, the people who are telling you about this virus are the same ones who said that a man landed on the moon. Right. And I thought to myself, Well, right. there you go. Game over. Game yeah, over. that's right. Why are we listening to you? Move across and let's find someone a bit more Game reasonable. over. The minute, the minute, that's it, right? Game over. It's the same as, it's it's exactly the same as people who, you know, who, um, I don't want to pick on religion because I can do that too damn well. Yes. Um, it, it's, it's exactly like anyone who believes anything without evidence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Game over. The minute that they say this is what I believe, game over. You can't go. You can't move from that position, right? Because if you believe something without any present presentation of evidence, then then you can believe anything. You know, you you this, this is it. You you ask them the question: Is there anything that you cannot believe without without evidence? Is there anything you cannot believe? And if the answer and and usually when you ask someone that question, they don't know how to answer. They they, they don't have any expression of intelligence. To actually, to actually answer the question, because they've never asked themselves that question, right? They've never privately thought about, hey, you know, let me let me have a think about what I actually believe, and 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 is there? They've never asked themselves. So when you present them with that, they're they're, they're stuffed. They're, they're, and so they go into a defensive position. Oh, so the maybe, government this and the government. Well, that's that what I was going to say. Maybe rather, rather than say you or me saying to them, "Hey, listen, knobhead, you're going to be spreading the virus." Maybe you need to pit different groups within that main group against each other, and that way it thins the group a bit more. So there'll be no, people. No, you won't it. get that though. You no? won't get that. No, because they, they, that because they're they're really in a lot of ways cut from the same cloth, and and the minute that they start unsupporting each other they're they're in a potential situation when they're uns they're not being supportive of themselves so in a lot of ways they do they do have a group mentality so right? they just like so, to belong. See, see it's not like yeah in a lot of ways they just like to belong right that's that you were talking about trump earlier that that was his whole rise to power the disenfranchised people not realizing that he was playing them yeah. now i think what this country needs I sound like a fascist now already. <laughs> we need better leadership. That's one thing that's failing, particularly in New South Wales. And in the, the problem with New South Wales is that the you get you, the, you get the leadership that your opposition allows. True. 
I wish that wasn't, but it's true. The other thing we need is better education. You'll notice absolutely that the thing that wasn't funded by JobKeeper were universities and the arts. The two things that broaden your mind and allow you to see different opinions are the arts and education. But if people had that, they'd wise up. They wouldn't vote for people like ScoMo anymore. Well, as, as, Dr. Raven, as Dr. Raven would tell you, the first things that were funded or allowed to continue were the sporting events. Yeah, and, I mean, Dom, what you're, you know, seriously, um, if, if if I wasn't seeing you in front of the, on the screen, I would think I'd be seeing a reflection of myself, honestly, <laughs> because because I, I I couldn't agree with you more. I really could not agree with you more. Um, you may have just you know, secured a permanent role as our Sydney correspondent there, Dom. Um, and I'm not I'm, and I'm not you know I'm not trying to be a suck hole here, right? Because I as as the other guys all tell he you, he is not a suck hole. I'm, really I'm definitely not, not that, but. but <laughs> But no, look, I do think you're absolutely right. I, I do think, and this is where I, I think it's the whole thing, the whole system is a bit of a scam. And I think that if, if, anything, if, if anything that has come from this whole pandemic, um, it's, it, if anything at all has come from it, is, is a realisation of um, how ill-prepared governments, and especially Australian government is, and how... Honestly, we are being scammed without even knowing that we're being scammed. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's really, it's just incredible when you think about it. It's absolutely incredible. Is and this just because they have multiple masters? Yeah, do it is. It is. Masters? There is no. Do you, you people need people need to absolutely understand that there is no freaking democracy. People mm. need to understand this. I don't know how, honestly, people don't understand. There is no fucking democracy. Well, Sorry, I swore. <laughs> Sorry, I can bleep it. That's no, right. There really isn't. I'm very passionate about this, right? There really is. If you think, if you honestly think a democracy is is um, is um, is something just simply because you can vote someone out, that's a pointless situation. If you point, if you vote someone in, they can do a lot of damage over four years. And, and this is the this is what the virus is showing. There is no such thing as a democracy. You've basically got big business, right? And sport, sport is an element of that because it's nothing but big, big business, right? Yeah, and, and 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 they Gambling rule the roost. That's it. They rule the roost. That's it. I mean, I mean, no one can, no one actually can answer a question like, why can't an economy fail? Why can't you let economies fail? Why? What? What? what maybe if an economy were to fail. Maybe that resets everything and brings everything to a base level. I, I don't like know. It's like a TV series in the making. Well, well, I'm just saying. What, what would I mean? There have been historically there have been economies that have failed, and the country has survived. And in a lot of in a, in a lot of cases, it's come out better. In in some other cases, maybe it didn't come out as well. But why can't economies fail? There's so many things that you can ask about these situations, right? It's a bit well, like yeah, when they say the banks can't fail, it's like. Mm. Maybe well, they can. <laughs> they can be less uh, maraudering bastards about what they do with our money. That's, that's for sure. Again, money launderers. Yeah. Um, so, audio, audio, Pete. Before we before we uh, continue on, I wanted to just check because you're you're sort of uh, yeah on the on the outskirts of, say of the greater uh, mm. metropolitan area of Melbourne. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's probably a bit tricky for you to be doing. Uh, 
work from home, how have you and anyone, I guess, in that general outer edges of of the city, how have you been travelling during these lockdowns, specifically last year's one as well? How how are you affected? Well, for, fortunately, this year I'm working in an industry that they're allowed to keep going. Um, even though it's not saving, it's not a life-saving industry. It's the, oh, so IKEA, is it? <laughs> no, it's the, the film industry. Okay, wrong one. Okay, because people must be entertained. They must yes. be entertained. But, and you know, if they're stuck at home watching Netflix, we've got to keep those shows coming, or else there'll be anarchy. So um, we we, I've been I've been one of the fortunate ones that even during this lockdown, I'm still working flat out. So. Uh, but and so I'm not really I don't feel that keen um, sharp point of unemployment when we're in the lockdown that that's prompting a lot of pe- people to be quite angry about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, during last year, we actually we did shut down quite a lot. And I was doing things like selling minor bird traps and, and whatever to keep some cash going through. Yeah. Um, and there's still a lot of people like that, especially in the arts, you know, uh, that are that are struggling, um, and in hospitality and all those areas that we know about. Where and it, and it's I think it's made all the the uh, suffering is made all the more keen by seeing industries like we mentioned the sports, like uh, a stadium can have ten thousand people in it, but a theatre can't have a hundred people in it. Mm. Um, what you know, and uh, that's really wiped out the a lot of the arts and will they recover you know will shows get up and happen again um there's a, there's things like that that a lot of people are suffering through now and and that that's the thing that I, I think people are starting to realize now it's not just a matter of going into a dormant mode for a lot of industries and then they'll come back to life as soon as all the restrictions are lifted mm-hmm. a lot of these will just industries and businesses are just going to disappear and then when it's things are lifted again and we can go back to our normal lives they're just not going to be there those those businesses are shops are going to be remain empty there's going to be a lot of long time in recovery for 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 those industries i think that's just something we're starting to realize now yeah um so i I, I guess it just in in thinking about that now going back to sydney I, i think about uh at the at the end of or the tail end of our lockdown last year there were so many empty shops and, and there was that hesitancy, you know, it was, it was people emerging from outside. You're kind of rubbing your eyes and blinking at the sun. You know, there's there's going to be the same sort of thing happening in Sydney in, in several months' time where all these businesses – it's got to go harder, surely. The lockdown has to has to go harder. Dom, you'd think it's going to – Look, I, I don't know if you've guessed this from looking at me and the listeners can't, can't guess this either – I do seasonal work. I'm yeah, a right. at Christmas, which yes. is why I grow the beard year round. Would nice. never have guessed, Dom. No. <laughs> so I, I actually can do that online. I worked out how to do that last year when the peninsula, I live on the northern beaches of Sydney, we got locked down. Oh, you had the earlier one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, and okay. so I had to cancel all my live appearances, but I could do a lot of them online. I reckon I should start advertising now. I reckon we'll still be in lockdown in December. Mm. Wow. Like, that's my feeling. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'd agree. The, the rollout of vaccines is just snail's pace and we'll be lucky to maybe have 20 or 30% of the population vaccinated by then. Well, I, I have a real problem again with our PM. If, if he was a, 
a firefighter, I reckon he'd be the kind that lights fires. I think he set himself <laughs> up for an election win by pretending there was a scarcity that wasn't or creating a scarcity that he could swoop in and save us all with, only being so inept, the fire yeah. got out of control. And now... I I suspected that actually early on because there are a lot of people who I spoke to who who were predicting an October election. Yes. And I said the only way he's going to do that if he's, is if he's got a whole bunch of vaccines stuffed down his pants, to coin a phrase, uh, and that he's going to whip out, let's say in his sack, but that could still be in his pants, he's going to whip out towards October and then say, hey, everyone, look at this, look what I've done, that'll give him the boost. But it's not, it's not going to happen now. And, he's going to have to just drag it out. But if he's got them and he doesn't bring them out, like what? What a bastard! Yeah, you know. Well, I think they were questioning the fact that suddenly fifty thousand for Sydney was uh, uh, released from the. And this was the a strange phrase from the Federal Reserve, and I thought, hmm, is there a reserve of <laughs> vaccines that they're not talking? How does what does that even mean? It means so I'll if give they, them to the the liberal state premiers who will do what I say. Right. If if they were to have all these vaccines, would people be taking them up though? That's the that's oh, the real thing. I think well, they would. The people who were marching, no. Well, not but them, but they're not representative of us. I don't no, know. but but I think there are enough people in lockdown waiting their turn who, if their turn came up, would take it. So and when you say they're waiting their turn, they're waiting their turn for Pfizer because they, that is perceived as being the more trusted one. Is that what I'm hearing? I, I think so because the right. people who the people who are uh, I'll get to Dom. Sorry, the people who are um, are the ones who are missing out. Are the ones who are in that Pfizer group. They're the thirty something year olds or the twenty something year olds. And all you had to do was have a look at the number of uh, tests in Sydney yesterday, which was over a hundred thousand. That tells you there's a lot of people who think it's real and are worried that they've got it. They'd be out for a vaccine. You can guarantee that. Look, I'd I'd like everyone who's prepared to have AstraZeneca to just go and have it, and that'll make life easier. If they're prepared to have it, don't wait, do it. Again, I suspect that the whole AstraZeneca's not really good for you, hold off, will bring you Pfizer was an attempt at popularity by a man who can never be popular. Um, (laughs) And I suspect that that was another misstep in in his grand plan of saving us all. I would love every politician that screwed the pooch. Can I say that on your your podcast? You certainly can. I wish every one of them had come out and apologise, admit their mistake, including Gladys with the hard lockdown that never was, including... ScoMo, the PM that's never anywhere he should be, and just you know, let's let's actually work on this. Let's re-educate the people. Let's show them all the people who had AstraZeneca and didn't die. Don't and forget show them though, the people who didn't have it and did. As as Elton John sang, "Sorry" seems to be the hardest word. And I don't think it's yeah, going to come. There's no chance on the planet that these people are going to come out and say sorry. No chance. And when they do come out and say sorry, it's not heartfelt. You people need to understand. I've oh my god, I, I can't handle the stupidity of people anymore. <laughs> people need to understand these politicians and people in general don't give a shit about you. No, they, they only give a shit about themselves. They I hear don't. you. Don't please try and understand this. Do uh, 
please yes. try. If anyone who's listening there, look, I'm, I'm assuming that some people out there that are listening, that they're pretty smart people like me, right? <laughs> and 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 again, okay, please understand. In general, these politicians, your elected leaders, and 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 every other freaking thing that you worship the football player the 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 person who's winning the gold medal at the olympics they don't care about you they don't give a shit you could live or die and they wouldn't care they don't have a connection to you why would they care think about it why would they care and therefore why should you care Hey, I was, watch, I was watching the skateboarding earlier. Why did I care? I don't think I did. But there you I, go. I don't particularly like tennis. I don't like many sports. I'm a fat bastard. I don't care for sport. <laughs> I, I did enjoy watching Ash Barty and hearing her talk when she was interviewed afterwards. I genuinely care that we have a good athlete who seems to have good values. Okay? Well, you, you, that, that's a slightly different... That's a slightly different thing, and I'll tell you why. Because what, what you what you've just said is what you've basically just said, Dom, is if we if we have to care about athletes, I want an athlete that has good values. That's what okay. you're essentially saying. I agree. Yep. Right? I agree but I, I, I challenged a step above that. And I yep. say so I, I challenged a step above that and I say to you, why do I care whether Ash Barty Barty um, yes. win, wins Wimbledon. Why do I care about that? I mean, what it means absolutely zero to me. It means a lot to her. I understand that. And I understand that it means a lot to her friends and her family. I totally get that. I really, really get that, right? But it doesn't mean anything to me. I haven't won anything. I haven't worked hard for anything, right? I, you know, so I agree with the point that you're making. If we, If we have to have athletes and we have to freaking well worship athletes or anyone or anyone for that matter i would rather have those people there that are the good va that have good values true maybe but they I could be promoting vaccinations how's that uh, yeah that's that's true right and 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 yes she does strike me as a very genuine person she strikes me as a very as a person who had who does have good values so that's good but again do I care that she won Wimbledon? No, I don't care at all. Good on her. Good on her for working hard and achieving her goal, right? She's a good example of someone who's worked hard and achieved her goal. But do I care at a national level? No, I don't care. My my mortgage is not going to get any cheaper. My fuel and power bill doesn't change. I still no. have to, you know, no. nothing changes for me. Well, something does change. If there are things you love and enjoy and admire and there are people who do well at it, Aren't you happy when they do well? I love it when a musician I knew when no one gave a two hoots about them suddenly break through and other people realise what a great, talented musician they are. When I see comedians on the circuit who are, you know, no one's actually finding funny, but they stick at it and they, you know, people start, they learn how to, to show everyone the world as they see it and everyone gets it and you're in that room and you're with them and you laugh as one. There are so many things that bring us together that are joyful. Oh, but, yeah, um, look, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm missing a chromosome then because I... <laughs> I my mortgage still I, needs paying, but it's, it's okay. It's like, um, what's what's the line? Look, they're, they're, Whiskey they're, they're, as a cure for insomnia. 
Look, it doesn't I, I, cure I, insomnia, but it certainly makes staying awake a pleasure. You know, look, I, nothing I, I, pays the mortgage for you, but there's a lot of stuff that you can enjoy that makes living through this hell uh, Dom, a little Dom, more worth living. You're, you're, you're doing what we've all tried to do with Dr. Raven for 20 years. I, I, I applaud your attempts. <laughs> Yeah. Look, I don't. I. I. I don't get it. I. I. Yeah. I. I, Look, that's, I find a lot that's of what fine. you're saying. A lot of what you're saying makes a lot of rational sense, but I don't fully get it. Right. I'm not going to say that I fully understand it. I don't. Um, it's not that I don't like comedy. I do like comedy. Laughing is one. Yes, I get that. That can be an amazing thing as well. Um, um, although having said that, I have been told off by a lot of comedians for not laughing um, because because I I often don't find things that they say very funny. I don't particularly like Australian comedians. Um, I think the best comedians are probably British, and uh, and and they've got a really good good take on what good comedy is. Um, so yeah, I, I, I feel mean, we're slightly of off topic here. But yeah, we are. That, we are. We okay. are. Look, we, hey, you know can what? I, you're not just doing your job. In? It's your job to bring us back on topic. Well, no, no, I am, but I'm also doing it as the uh, we need well, to wrap it up as job. well. You're pretty no. quick, okay, so, so my take home, my yes, take home message conclusion, from this, Dom. My take message from this has been: quote the Raven, nevermore, yet again. But I need to ask you one thing, Doctor Raven. Tell me. Does anything bring you joy? You were, you were dressed in your your Jedi hoodie and, and you enjoyed telling us about it. Didn't that make life just that little bit more bearable for that instant? Oh, and in, and in the uh, the tennis terms, I believe you just did a nice backhander there towards him. I don't think he's going to be able to return that. So. Well, no, no. Look, I... I... Look, I do. I, I do take a lot of joy in a lot of things. Um, I do. Um, and and and. Uh, Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Yes, yes. His other's misery brings him pleasure. No, no, no. I don't like seeing people miserable. That's a horrible thing. I I, I would never ever take joy in someone else's misery. That's a terrible situation. Do you no, take look, joy I, in your own? I take, I <laughs> yes. take joy. I take joy in in in. Uh, knowledge, knowing things. I, I, I love knowledge. I love knowing things. Um, I, I do take joy in. I, I do take joy, as you were describing, Dom, in people's success. Um, I simply don't think we should be worshipping it. I think it takes away from their success when we worship it. I so, agree with you. So we've, we've done that topic. I mean, we I'm did that gonna, podcast. I, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to admit this because it'll be held against me. But I yes. do take pleasure in Ash Barty's success. I I was I I woke That's my gonna wife be our up next and I trailer. said, you mm. know, I woke up my wife and I said and I and I said that to her. Hey, Ash Bar Ash Bartley won Wimbledon, and and Ooh. I said it with quite a bit of joy, right? Ooh. And and so I'm taking pleasure in her success. Um, I really am. But I've I've, I've I've sort of done that privately, and that's for me. I mean, I do. It's great that she. And you know what I thought was really, really great. Um, I I I think it's great that she's um, indigenous. She's an Aboriginal, Australian Aboriginal. Um, mm -hmm. So she's a she's an absolute role model for her people. I think that's amazing, and for and for a lot of people, and that's great. What I'm what I'm really against is the unfiltered worship. That's it's ridiculous. If you're going to worship people like that then worship a lot of other people as well who are also very deserving 
All right. So as a final thought on this particular topic, how, uh, Audio Pete, what would you like to say? Well, as far as the reaction to the, the way people have reacted to the COVID-19 crisis, you've got to remember that we are, we think we're rational beings, but we're emotional beings and people tend to make emotional responses to things. And I think we're seeing that in fears people have about vaccines and fears people have about being out of work and that sort of thing. And that, that tends to override their rational rational sides a little bit. And yep, that might that explain a little bit. Makes sense. Dr. Raven? Oh, I don't know what to... Uh, it's it's difficult. I don't really know what to say. Um, Excellent. I, I hope Sydney uh, I hope Sydney and larger New South Wales get out of it. Yes, I do that's hope, true. I think we will um, do. You know, I hope uh, that situation changes. I just hope things get better for everyone. Um, yeah, and I hope people just grow a brain. Try and understand, try and understand uh, the situation that we're in. Try and understand that this virus is not a joke. It's not a hoax. It's not something that you can control as an individual. It's something we need to control as a community together. Um, but Should also we send them said, our extra virus uh, vaccines? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think we should. I don't think I, I don't think that's a well-deserved thing. And our final word from Dom up there in Sydney. What are, what are your thoughts? How long do you reckon Christmas? You said. Uh, Look, I'd I'd be surprised if we came out of it before the end of August or mid-September. I th I think it's going to stretch out unless everyone who marched dies. <laughs> um, like yeah, I said, there's more vaccine to go around. My final thoughts are, yes. let's vote for people who support the arts and education, who believe, believe shouldn't even be the word I use, science, rather than people who have faith in things that aren't scientifically disprovable. Oh, my God, Dom, you absolute breath of fresh air. Um, I... I... <laughs> Hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it would be impossible for me to agree more. Um, education he, he probably is will absolutely the next episode, where it's though. at. Absolutely where it's at. I'm not an arty person myself, but I can absolutely understand the benefit of art. Um, obviously, uh, science. Obviously, education. Absolutely. Well, what Excellent. art does is it gives other opinions in a way that doesn't stick. Oh, you can see the other side I, of the story and still go, so what? It was just a play. It was just a song. It was just a... Or you could see the other side and go, oh, my God, how did I not get that? And might I say, in here in Pricking the Bubble Land, we're all about that, trying to give the other side just to, you know, get us to think about it, not necessarily because we agree. But... Absolutely. And, and again, I'm not, I want to be clear. I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily arty myself, but I absolutely appreciate the arts and the importance. And in fact, you know, my background is science and science and art were once very, very synonymous, right? And I would suggest to anyone that they probably still are. Excellent. All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to say thank you to everyone again. Special thanks to Dom up there in Sydney. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. It was so much fun. Excellent. We, you we'll all. do it again. So. so good to meet you, Dom. Um, I think uh, I, 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 I I love some of your thinking. Very, very good. Jeez. And we haven't agreed on everything, right? Let's be clear yeah. to our listeners. We haven't agreed on everything. So let's he hates Christmas. agree to That's agree. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> <some good laughs> great. All right. Thank you, everyone. We will see you for the next podcast. All righty. Thank you.